This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Thanks for being with us, ladies and gentlemen. I just want to once again remind you folks listening in on AMI-audio that starting Monday, you can catch our show at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Again, that's 4 p.m. Eastern Time, AMI-audio listeners only, uh, AMI-tv. We will still have the program beginning at 2 p.m. Eastern live, and uh, AMI-audio will follow suit at 4 p.m. Eastern Time starting this Monday. Kelly McDonald here at the Home Studio London, Ontario, Ramya Muthan. She's hanging out at the studio in Toronto. And we're talking um, performance and arts a bunch today. I'm really looking forward to oh, this yeah. next conversation also, Kels, uh, which is about a documentary series. This is called Ukrainian Mothers and the Children of War, and it introduces viewers to six incredible women who fled the war in Ukraine and chose Canada as their new home. So very specific journey that we're talking about here uh, for this group of people. And viewers through this documentary are meeting and learning about the experiences of these mothers and their children as they embark upon this new life in Canada. So to talk more about this, we're speaking with writer and director Elena Tumanska, and she's chatting about the series with us. Elena, thank you for coming on Kelly and Ramia. Hi, thank you for having me. Appreciate your time and appreciate this project. I really want to learn more about it. Can you tell us about you? Uh, what inspired you to pick up stories like this to write about? And, uh, you know, what stuck out for you for this particular angle at this time? So being Ukrainian mother myself, uh, when the full uh, scale invasion uh, started, uh, I couldn't step inside and... Um, it drove me to create a documentary uh, about Ukrainian mothers and the children of war. And uh, being Ukrainian mother, it's very hard to understand. And it's not about only U- Ukrainians, about like being a parent. So the hardest thing is understand that you cannot protect your own children. And uh, I started to film these stories uh, about six uh, women, brave women who rescued their kids and came to Canada and about Canadians who open their homes, open their hearts and um, share their food and give them hope. And eventually, like right now, they start to be like a one family with Canadians. Mm. Wow, nice, so incredible. It's interesting because it's that starting place that I'm curious of for yourself when make the decision, this is what I'm going to do. Where in the story, and you can tell us about the documentary series itself, um, how did you find and figure out the place you wanted to start when you had these six people that you were that you decided you were going to follow? Maybe you want to start there. How did you decide on the people you were going to follow? And where in your mind did you feel the story they were going to tell, their individual stories, should start? So... Um, um... When the war, big war started, I was like faced with many um, like Facebook articles. I saw many pictures of destroyed buildings, destroyed lives. And uh, I I just start to meet people in airport. Uh, I just start to film at the airport when these women arrived with uh, empty eyes, just like uh, searching for the hope 
and um, and then I figure out that Canadians like create a portal where they um, they are uh, like invited uh, Can- Ukrainians to share their stories and Canadian host them. So one of the story is uh, Tom, who whose grandmother immigrated to Canada during the uh, Second World War, and Tom said that uh, now it's his time to pay back. And when he saw the Anastasia story, um, Anastasia is from Irpin, and her um, her house was bombed, so she, she took her kid and they flew in Canada, and Tom meet them here and host them this is a tom and uh, they just like they are like now like a one big family yeah. uh, anastasia was your son found a job uh, like trying to build your uh, your own life here but i'm sure he, she will never forget this like first three months that uh, tom helped her and give her like hope mm. 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 and i think that's one of the, the toughest things because we here would have our questions, want to know, well, what was this like? What was that experience like? When the reality is, I sit here thinking, what if I, in four weeks, couldn't be here? And then you take it from the perspective of a family, trying to take care of your children, the people you love most in this world, and you you start, it becomes unfathomable. Mm -hmm. And that's where I was so curious on, and in the situation of Tom, what what a reason, what an experience with what he had to tell from family and saying it's time to give back. And and like you said, the description of the folks when they came off the airplane, what do I do now? What do I, and there's so many things we would think, oh, I wouldn't know where to go, what to do, and they have to. Um, those must have been really hard to deal with in telling the story. Yes, absolutely. And for me, as a as a director, as for director, it was very hard to go again and again through all these stories, understanding mm. that maybe for some uh, mothers, I was the only one they knew in uh, in Canada. I was the only one. I was the only one who met them at the airport and guide them to the uh, their host family. And uh, right now, like like it's already one year and a half since we met for the first time and right now um like i start to be a family member for each of these mother as well and knowing that um, from the mother's story knowing that so they came here with kids but actually children start to be adult maybe 10 years adult and uh, the one mother said that Mm. On a birthday, when you ask your kid, what do you want for your birthday? Instead of uh, wishing some new toy or new mm. activity, all kids has like have one wish for for everyone. Just we want to word the word to stop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the messaging. That's part of the story that's being told. What else is being told? If we're talking about um, Canadians who will check out this documentary series and on average just what we've been hearing already uh, about the, the war in Ukraine and the kind of information that we may have picked up already just through news and articles and streaming and social media you know there's so many ways that we keep in touch right but what specifically about this documentary series is being told to us and why is it important to take in something this way um so being supportively so the war is not uh stopped yet 
And I know that it's uh, one year and, a, year and a half since, and maybe uh, maybe some people already tired of this news. I know, but the war is not stopped yet. So we need to put all all we can just to stop this war, being supportively and um, like people did not choose to be uh, killed. This country, Ukrainian, did not choose to be country of war. Like we all want to live in a peace and these kids just want to be a kids. They don't want it to be adult to think what will they eat tomorrow or will they live tomorrow. Mm. So it's not somebody's choice choice we just like put in a situation where we have to manage with this and we don't want and it's not only about ukrainians it is it's international problem um and it's international problem as like as i focus this film on our mothers and kids uh knowing that your kids are in a safe place means a lot not only for ukrainian mothers for like all national in this world knowing that your kids in a safe it means a lot it's mean it means huge i know we we say that here you know where do you know where your kids are what are they doing on the streets and they're not dealing with the same kind of war i'm not going to suggest for a moment in certain people in certain places definitely have a lot of stuff going on in their locations and and are fearful for the survival of their children their families you also mentioned that some people may be saying, oh, yeah, the war, you know, and, and I know for us not being there. And if it doesn't touch you in the same way, and we know it does, it touches everyone on this planet, everything going on does. I'm curious, with that in mind, when you'd meet people, when you decided to structure this, how, when we as a viewer look at it, what what should we expect to see here, learn, because what way did you take as a director to tell stories, to share with us these families so we watch them grow? And obviously, there's so many wonderful things we're going to learn about these people. So I filmed this six families, six mothers and kids during one year and a half. So I was witness uh, almost every chapter of their life, like uh, starting at the airport, then when they like uh, start to live with their host family, then they uh, find a job, then they move out. So we can be witness how from the like broken women with kid and with one small suitcase, but uh, with a big hope, this uh, family start to be uh, people who start to smile because again, knowing that your kids are in a safe place. So basically it's a story during like which lengths year and a half and showing all aspects uh, of lives uh, of immigrants, of refugees, of mother and kids. Um, like when kids go to school, come back to school, uh, calling their dad, fathers and um, like telling this story for me was very important to to be supportive mm -hmm. to these uh, women and you know what i'm just like what i'm thinking right now and what i've realized that the way how they speak to me the way like uh, they it keeps them busy with me with filming them and it avoids some depression maybe because uh 
I was like a director who always knocking the door. Okay, tell me your story. Okay, mm. tell me what you do right now. Okay, give me a hand. Let's go. Let's find a job. We went to the like mall and we found a job. And I helped this mother as well to to be um, part of this society. When you are just like not just a person who is a victim, but you are yeah. a person who is a, like Value. Can... learning, Lear- learning yeah. a new society. Yes, and for kids who does not speak, did not speak English, who eventually start to speak English, tell mm-hmm. me their story in English, and how they were was met at the school. It was amazing, and I wanted to tell, and I wanted to say all Canadians like big thank you for supporting. Um, it means a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what? Uh, what I think about is how taxing this must be on you to have the if not the pressure just the the love and the hope that this project will mean something and that when it goes out it is bringing out the messages that you want to portray Um, but a lot of that comes with how you conduct your interviews how much information and story these mothers the children are willing to share with you elena and i'm wondering you know what part of it made you nervous or what part of it makes you nervous to put this out into the world? Um, so as a director, I have a always, uh, I have a always two options. When the, your like character is crying, should you give her a napkin, her or him, like whatever, Mm-mm. or should you continue to, to film? And uh, for this uh, film, it was very hard because uh, I wanted to hug each mother like during the whole filming, but I could not. And I was uh, understanding that I need to tell the story and this story is worth to be heard. And um, I have a story of one mother who flew, who escaped the war twice. She was living in Donbass, and the, uh, when her building was bombed in 2014, she moved to Irpin, and then her house was bombed there as well. And I even have a video with a um, rocket uh, parts uh, in her bombed uh, bombed uh, building, and it was like kids' stuff, kids' um, toys just like everything was destroyed no windows no doors and um, for me it was very hard to ask these questions because she started to cry she Mm. started to have a hysterical but i had to because if i wouldn't tell about this if i wouldn't prompt her to talk about it how else we can know about these emotions Mm -hmm. without that it was both hard but uh, eventually i i have to do it yeah. Can we ask about the host families too? Anything in the documentary? How do we, what, how much of their lives and welcoming the folks in and the, that interaction were you able to captify and are you satisfied with what you got? It's another amazing story because I was not expected that this part of film, like I mean, Canadians host start to be also my heroes. Uh, for example, Linda and Patrick, this is a family at the, um, 50, 50, like close to 60, and they have never kids. They have never had a kids. And they hosted uh, Oksana with two kids. And eventually, they, for the first time, heard a kid laughing in their house. And um, it was amazing because for them, it was another experience which they had never had. 
and they were so happy to be some to be like a grandmother grandfather for these kids and they were begging uh, Oksana with her two kids please don't move out please don't move out but oh, nice. yeah and uh, but Oksana moved out because he found she found a job and but now all holidays they are together mm. I know it for sure. and um, one phrase that Patrick says uh, that he said that he was thinking that what if the war start to be here and what if Linda should go and how I want to uh, help be treated like in other country. Mm-hmm. And with all these thoughts, uh, they are helping those who need help here. And it's amazing because all of them, they're like a one family right now. Yes. It's amazing, really. There's... um. There's a lot to take in, Elena. Thank you so much for the you know few minutes that you've spent with us, just breaking down uh, the intention behind your project and what you want us to take away from it, the messaging on your end, and of course all these stories that you've gathered and captured together through this uh, piece. So before we let you go, really quick, where can we find this documentary series? So this documentary was screened in Canada and right now it's going to be screened in uh, USA mm-hmm. and in other countries and very soon it will be available uh, available on one of the uh, online platform. Okay, amazing. Thank you and all the best with it. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you. We were speaking with director and writer uh, Alana Tumanska discussing her new documentary series. It's called Ukrainian Mothers and the Children of War, which you can find out and, uh, you know, go and check it out. Follow, Google it and find it, folks. Coming up after this break, we wrap up our show. We'll take a look at what's coming up on Now at Dave Brown and have a quick closing moment. We'll be right back. We'll be back with more of Kelly and Ramya after this short break. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts. <laughs> 